balls. <laughs> my, t- my tiny balls are all caught up in my jeans. Whoa. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck you. Hello. I thought it was obvious that start. My, yeah. my, 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 uh, giblets. Uh, I don't know, what would the, what would you well, say with the giblets? I would just like to state forward, Dennis, my balls are cradled perfectly at the moment and they've never been more comfortable. Well, I am not wearing underwear because it's laundry day. Well, I'm underneath my jeans, I am wearing pyjamas. Because it's middle of the night for me. And it's just going to be easier. It's almost midnight, I think. <laughs> so when I, can, when I do end up going to my bed, it's just a case of taking the jeans off and falling um, unconscious. Nice. Yeah. So what are we doing this week? Um, Why do I keep saying this week? We have so far released 19 episodes in a row. No other podcast is literally daily. <laughs> Yeah. They're saying that it took us so long to record these podcasts. Yeah. Because here's the thing our podcast provider, Podbean, only lets us upload 300 megabytes of data a month. Mm. And so if we had actually put all these up, we would have run out after 10 days. So I've been uploading these for two and a half months. Oh, shit. And then unleashed them all at once. <laughs> And then obviously the great thing is, uh, by the time you hear this on, if you can add the date, that's great. Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, the, what date is it today? It's the 18th today. So yeah, by the time you hear this on the Tuesday the 20th, this will have been three months, hard work is the bad Bad phrasing. It's not. It's really not true. It's very untrue to say <laughs> hard work. But yeah, three months of work have spunked up a wall in twenty days. <laughs> uh, We've basically done what Sherlock do, but with a lot less talent. Which is, they take months, they take years to make three episodes, and then for some reason they put them out in like ten days. Mm. You know what I mean, do you remember when they used to? Because they put yeah, one out on like it. Christmas Day. And then they put one out in between, and then they put one out on New Year's Day, and then it'd be off air for another four years. I never watched it. Well, you know that means that when you do bother to watch it, uh, you'll have a very enjoyable time because it is quality television. Cool. You've got to uh, catch up on all those uh, Nigel Rathbone ones first, anyway. Okay. The ones from the thirties. They're really good. They're, yeah. Okay. They're, they're pure quality. Right. Um. Cushing was Sherlock or something and I remember watching that. Yeah, but Cushing was fucking Doctor Who. It's not like we care. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say they're canon. Teens of the Nile. Car seat headrest. Teens of the Nile. In the teens of the Nile I'll go walking in my sleep it's my uh, favourite Diane DeVito movie through one from the Nile Joe Pesci dresses as Estelle Getty (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that came out of my head as Joe Pesci but there you go (laughs) I I, I like that a lot though it'd have been much better than that woman who was in uh, um 
deadly friend. Why would I choose that film? She's she's the mother in the Goonies. And I said, that woman from Deadly Friend. I forget the mother in the Goonies. But I never watched Goonies that much. So. No. But you remember Deadly Friend, right? I showed you that. A while, like a couple of years ago. It's Wes Craven's worst movie. It's, uh, what's her name? It's Christy Swanson. Mm-hmm. A robot. Ah, um, oh, but the, the and lots uh, of killing. We hit movies at a episode on that, I think. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure I showed you it. It was a little girl before. who kills people, but she's a robot. No, no, it's a robot that kills people, and at the end, it turns out the girl is a robot. But that, I think it's a nightmare dream sequence. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, so this is the thirteenth album. Released May 20th, 2016. And I'll say uh, I'll say this for anyone listening, there is no way he's released 13 albums. Well, I can't be asked on the Wikipedia. No, I'm not uh, saying Wikipedia is no. wrong. Though it was wrong about your Yolandi Viss's yeah, uh, date of birth. True. Um, and it's, it's, it clocks in at about 70 minutes this album. Uh-huh. And my first impressions of this album, other than the fact that it's straight up rock and roll, is it's definitely 30 minutes too long. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, review roundup. Um, all music, Mojo, and Rolling Stone, four stars. Hooray! Pitchfork, eight point five out of ten. Hooray! NME, four out of five. Hooray! Austin Chronicle, four and a half stars. Mm, pretty damn good. Uncut, eight out of ten. Mm. Spin, seven out of ten. Vice and AV Club, A. And uh, Metacritic, 86 out of 100. 86 out of 100. <laughs> That's almost 85%. Uh, what's this? It's nine worse than Nick Cave. Mm. One better than whatever that other album is we did minutes ago that I've already forgot. Mm. Uh, what was it? What did we do today already? Before Nick Cave. Um... Uh, but, um, um, Bonnie Ver. Yeah. 22 okay. a million. Yeah, he got 85 out of 100. That's, that's almost 85%. <laughs> it's, it's almost exactly that. <laughs> Just a couple out. Yeah, Sorry, that, that's something my mum said to me once and I, I just going to stick with me to the end of time. Which, I, I, I can't think of the exact number but right. I said something out of 100 and she went, <laughs> or I said something like 50 out of 100 and she said, that's, that's almost half. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, uh, just constantly do that forever. It's fine. In fact, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure no matter what you say from now on, I'll just say that's almost eighty-five percent. Be it ten <laughs> percent or hundred. Um, this featured in many music publication publications. Best of twenty sixteen, peaking at number three in Paste magazine. Mm. Um, came fourth in Rolling Stones top 50 and say Nick Cave and Skeleton Tree came 20th in that list so okay um, Apple Music described this oh as how would you pronounce his name is it Toledo yes Will Toledo's whip smart bedroom pop takes on the scale and ambition of classic rock did he write that himself whip smart come on there ugh um, chart positions 198 in the UK mm-hmm. 180 in US Billboard mm-hmm. 15 in the US Independent chart mm-hmm. 
16 in the US Alternative Chart, uh-huh. 22 in the US Rock Chart, uh-huh. and number 3 in the US Heat Seekers Chart. Mm. I want to be in the Heat Seekers. <sighs> what does that even mean? Because um, it's, it's seeking heat. <laughs> so it's obviously hot. It's a hot new track. Oh. This track is so hot. And there's people oh. out there looking for the hot new tracks, and now the Heat Seekers. Oh. Okay, so track one, fill in the blank, released 11th of April. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it doesn't play. Oh! Even the people they got to do their intro weren't sure who they were. True. Oh, oh it's skipping all over the place. It's skipped in like 15 tracks. It hates us all. That's doing us a favour. <laughs> no, it's still playing, right? Oh. It was being a dick. See, well, we'll wait until it big out kicks in. Okay. Musically. Starts out pretty well. Uh-huh. I just, I'm not a huge fan of his sort of voice. I mean, because he just, I said, at this point, I had to sort of look up how old he was. I'm saying it's called Teens of Denial. They're all like mid 20s, 24, 25. But it just sounds so sort of young and whiny, and I just, I don't know. So you hate Lou Reed, is what we're saying, because he yeah. just sounds like he's riffing on Lou Reed. Yeah. Or maybe because he's so young, he's riffing on Julian Casablancas of the Strokes. Well, but yeah, at the well, end of the day, you know, that was uh, 15 years ago that yeah. album came out now. <laughs> when they were riffing on like uh, Lou Reed. Hmm? I don't like the Strokes either. Oh, I love the Strokes. Yeah. Not a huge fan of Lou Reed. Because you hate music. We, we, yep. we say this every it's week. Yeah. You literally, cool. you always hate life. Yeah. Joie de vivre? I think not. No. Joie like, de mort? That's what you are. You're going to get that tattooed on your fingers. <laughs> no. Just the middle ones. J-O-I, uh, just a capital D, and then M-O-R-T on the other hand. <sighs> In fact, you're going to change your name to Joie de mort. My middle name, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just tell people it's David, but it, yeah. they don't understand. It's the letter D. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, um, oh, I let my first note on this is when did uh, Richard go insane because of the rep- uh, oh. repetition? Oh, this is, we're on track two. Yeah, yeah, released uh, February 23rd. Um, Minute and a half, and it's making me angry. That's my first notes. There you go. Um, Gets better by 2.30, but still. Then the singing starts. I'm just not getting it. So, yeah, so 2.30 it's better, but then then he starts singing with his whiny voice. I think my problem with this track is that it makes me want to listen to Love Buzz. 
I believe it's a cover version, but it's by Nirvana. It's on Bleach. But let's stop that, because there's much better things to find. Yeah. Um, and get rid of this, and get rid of that, and we'll come back to that. So let's just go with Buzz, Apple Music Search. Um, so this is uh, a track that Nirvana did in 1989. Also, it's only three minutes long, which already makes it fast forward to the last track. jam out occasionally you know yeah who doesn't like to rock out with their cock out to quote the chili peppers and um dennis lawson uncle of ewan mcgregor <laughs> <laughs> why did you pick him i don't know his head just popped a name just popped in my head his head just popped in my mouth what um uh destroyed by hippie powers made me think of television and I love the band television um no not a fan not uh, a fan of television I don't know who they are they came around um they're from New York they started about the same year as Talking Heads okay um released one amazing album and some other albums but sometimes you only need one good one. Look at yeah. the Strokes. They only had one good album. I'm sorry if you disagree. I couldn't even name it. Um... It's called This Is It. And you know what? It was. Okay. I, I seem to remember that now. <laughs> um... What about Elastica? They officially have two albums. Only um... the first one counts. 
That's yeah. a damn fine album. Remember man. them. Female led. Yes. Justine uh, Frenchman. Freshman. Yeah. Remember when uh, uh, Matt Lucas played Damon Alburn and he said this song, uh, and he goes, This song is not about anyone in particular. And this song is called Justine, Justine Frischman from Elastica. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, three tracks in. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's it's fine. It's, mm-hmm. it's alright. I just don't get why it ranks so highly on so many of these lists and things. But the thing is, it does have a good raw rock and roll vibe in a way like something like the strokes would or if you want me to be more recent something like sunbathing animals by parquet courts was a couple of years ago and that's a fucking great album you know it's just you know as long as you've got good riffs and you've got energy and you can have some sort of rhythm then i think you're kind of fine but it's very difficult to catch that and obviously it's doesn't it doesn't it's it's not your jam then you're kind of fucked. Yeah. Now what yeah. is this track called? Uh, it's called brackets. Joe gets kicked out of school for using in brackets drugs with friends brackets, but it says this isn't a problem in brackets. And yet it's not the longest song on the album. Just <sighs> yeah. My only thing for this is. The price for needlessly long song titles goes to these cunts. I think I was annoyed just by the title. Well, I think uh, I think it, this sounds like he's sort of inspired almost by Jeffrey Lewis, and Jeffrey Lewis had a thing for long titles you know, back in the day, with such tracks as "The Last Time I Did Acid I Went Insane." Hmm. Um. I really want to. I had this idea for the podcast, right? For next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. I have a box of CDs, right? Stored in my roof cupboard mm-hmm. that I haven't listened to or looked at in 15 years. Okay. I like the idea of just pulling them out and telling you to pick one. Because they're all so old, I don't think I'd even remember them. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we don't have to listen to the CDs, we can just see if they're on Apple Music. Yeah. If they're not, we still have to see these. Yeah. Okay. It just seemed like a weird experiment to see, to almost make fun of a, a younger version of me who has terrible taste in music. I'm off that. Yeah. <laughs> Takes the pressure off me having terrible taste in music for a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But, um, yeah, I like Jeffrey Lewis, and I don't mind this at all, to be honest. I mean, it's just kind of, it's not country, but it's Americana-esque, right? Yeah. Oh. So, you're not a fan. No. So, we're moving on. Yeah, moving on. Five, not what I needed. So, you know, it's got, it's got some great melodies in this track, and it's uh, simple driving rock and roll, which you can't really ask for more. What are you saying about this one? I just, I just kind of get over his voice. I just hate it, and it's just, it's taken me out completely. Because I say musically, it's kind of so pretty good. So this band was fronted by 
Michael uh, Bolton or Celine Dion? <laughs> well, no, that would obviously be worse. And <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I just asked him, I was like his whiny. Yeah. I, I've never found that a problem in music. I think that's why my mother never understood the music I liked, because she wants someone who can sing. You know, like Daniel O'Donnell. Look. And not someone who has passion, which is all I go for. Sorry, I'm throwing my hair. I can um, tell. It was just getting annoying. Yeah, I, I can see why. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if Jean Claude Van Damme in Time Cop let it all go. Fuck. <laughs> Cop. Never mind Time Cop. Well, you know, it's, it's just looking really, really slick on the sides and top, so it's it's turning into sort of a mullet. It's nice. So I was going for. It's got a nice chavy look going for it. Well done. Chavy cheeks. That's the name of your first <laughs> album. Can I add that to my list of fake albums that I released occasionally yeah, on Twitter? There you go. Including, I, I must admit, uh, the the one merely called "Grief Counselor" was my favourite uh, album title in some time. Oh, and not as good as... I'm going to have to look, look it up in my... Oh. Sorry, I've got to look in my picture albums because oh. I can't remember what I called it. But uh, but I really, really dug it. Yeah, Grief Counselor. I, I was like, yeah, there needs to be an album called Grief Counselor. And I released that one that was merely a picture of uh, a little and large, topless. <laughs> you didn't see that one? No. The picture wasn't initially black and white, but I hadn't kept the original. So I can't... Oh, dear. <laughs> So thin, he's almost inside himself. And the other one isn't as fat as I thought he'd be. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> I don't want to say he's less fat than me, because that's really going to make me feel bad. But there's definitely a possibility. Less fat than me. Oh <laughs> Whoever thought this would be something. Oh. Uh, come on, fill in time, fill in time. Oh, get skip this. I might go in bed. Yeah, it's up in time. Everyone, 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 step in time. We're going to get you in bed, and we're going to... I'll tuck you in nice and tight. And, uh... We're just almost at the halfway mark. Ugh. Right, I give up. I believe it was uh, called Neo... Neo... Neolard... Leeboy? Oh, Like a weird inversion of Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> Neolard Leeboy... It's pronounced Neolard Lemoy, like a reference to uh, Leonard Skinner. Mm. Remember that album? It's pronounced Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Yeah. Neolard Neo Lemoy. And the, the cover was awful because it was just a fat baby who had swimming goggles on who was uh, naked and had been left in a, in a, in a clothes basket. <laughs> I might have to uh, re-release that album, but with the uh, the little and large cover instead. <laughs> Remix it. Exactly. Yeah. We call this Redux. Um, well, speaking of re-releasing stuff, mm-hmm. um, the next track, yes, uh, Drunk Driver slash Killer Wheels, yes, was released on twenty fourth of March, but then re-released in a reworked version on the second of December. Oh. 
Um, oh, is this one of the? I heard this is before I ever heard this album. I heard about a problem this dude had legally, where he sampled the cars. Yes, this is this one. Yeah, yeah. And and they had to destroy all of the vinyl physical copies because the guy from the cars, yeah. what's his name? He produced the first Weezer album, Rick. Well, something. But anyway, he. Like was going to sue them, or or he wanted all their money, or less. Well, now somewhere. here's the thing: because you're mentioning Weezer, uh-huh. well, it's, do we hear about this and then we'll? Yeah, on you go. Um, um, well, on I go. Sorry, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, here we go. I see because I think we mentioned before how I, yeah, how I haven't really mm-hmm. um, listened to Weezer mm-hmm. and keep being told. I should mm-hmm. by you, Ryan. Um, Mostly Ryan, I imagine. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. Maybe not this part here, but once the song gets going, I've actually got my notes here. This is kind of how I imagine Weezer to be, but it's possibly why I avoided them. Because mm-hmm. I say it's just. Yeah, once this gets going, this to me, the, my very limited knowledge of Weezer. This kind of makes me think of them. So. Well, no, I would describe this as a really shitty Beatles. <laughs> and in fact, nothing like Weezer. Oh. Though I have written, yeah, okay, but in a really weird, nonchalant way. Yeah. So I either really like this track, or I'm not get buying it right now because I'm skipping into it. Does it get louder? No, I really do like this track, but they're shitty Beatles. Mm. You know, possibly a reference to Wayne's World. That's what well. I say from Wayne's World. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, they're a real band, you know that. Huh? Yeah, they weren't made up for the Wayne's World. Here, here's something I found. This was just, I was looking through various, sort of, leading up to going to Zero One, I was looking through mm-hmm. trivia stuff for other Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, when they did the um, special editions and they were kind of making their new scenes, like in Jabba yeah. speaking to Han and all that sort yes. of The... I did the extra scene with the whole song thing, Jabba's Palace. Yes. And there's a Twi'lek dancer. Yeah. That's the original Twi'lek dancer from the original like, Return of the Jedi. Because mm. then they discovered that when they were going to cast it to do extra scenes, that she's fitter than she was back when Return of the Jedi came out and she was still a dancer and they just went, oh, fuck it, well, you were in it, so you can still be in it. So it was like in... And yet, when they did those special editions, her titties still fall out of her dress. Isn't it weird? Yeah. They tidied up so many things, <laughs> but her boobs still fall out before she dies. Uh, so weird. And why are her nipples slightly darker? I mean, not in real life. She's painted green, as what yeah. I'm suggesting. Like, they've gone to the trouble of painting her nipple. It's a universal movie, people, where teddy bears get killed in a forest. Paint counts as clothing, so it's fine. It's like Goldfinger. Yeah. I'll give her my Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. Get out of here! <laughs> Fucking Jeremy, little pervert. <laughs> <laughs> little Tommy Terror. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Jeremy, who actually has, uh, uh, what is it called? Pagogia? So he's like a, a child, but he looks like an old man. Oh, and, um, <laughs> oh fuck. That's kind of, um, he has Robin Williams' disease. He has Jackitis. Pierogies. No, no. That's a Polish treat. 
this is going to piss me off because I know what it is because it's again you've got it X-Files you, you, stuff but it was an, after the X-Files back when I was obsessed with X-Files and it's going to do my tits in I love the fact that when you were obsessed with uh, X-Files you watched two series and there was ten yeah no but it was two series I just intensely studied two series but I'm pissing off that I can't remember what that was called um Hey Siri, what's yeah. that aging disease? <laughs> I'm going to do it. Hey Siri, what's that aging disease where you're old but young? That is terrible. Checking. Here's what I found on the web for what's the Progeria. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Siri. Well, no offence, I was really close and I didn't I know, but I can't believe I didn't know that off the top of my head. That's actually annoyed me. I, this is tiredness, I'm blaming that. Yeah, cool. Well, now I'll rake our characters are uh, oh. Little Tommy Terror and Jeremy, <laughs> the boy with... Progeria. Progeria. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think he looks like uh, Nick Kroll when he's doing uh, Hello, or whatever it's called. Oh, Hello. Um, you know, when he's too much tuna. Yeah. <laughs> like an eight-year-old boy. <laughs> Anyway, 1937, right. State Park. Yeah. I have nothing written for this. Harmonics, good chorus, is all I have written. Do you like harmonics? Love it. Oh, that? No, hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this is not good for me. Yeah, but the chorus comes in, it's great. Let's turn it up a bit. You'll appreciate it more. This is more like what you saw on the last track. Oh yeah, I'm thinking about it. That's yeah. why I can't listen to it. I just can't listen to Weezer then, because I'm not going to like it. Well, you know, I would never... I, I've said this before and I've said it on Twitter recently I would never let you listen to any of the music I truly love because I thought you not liking it you know, yeah. we've been friends too long I can no. love you in spite of your terrible hair but I can't love you in spite of your hatred of my music oh my hair it's, it's great but you know I love you in spite of it it's fine why? why? it looks like you came up with lard I do <laughs> Carve lard into a comb and freeze it. It explains so much. <laughs> anyway, track eight. Oh, oh, oh. Un- Unforgiving girl. girl. Brackets, she's not on. And brackets. Oh, yeah, it's called that. What a stupid title. Yeah. And I have no notes for this either. Power riffs. Reach the point in the thing. Like I wrote yeah. power riffs so big that after it I had to put nine exclamation marks. Ooh. Why not ten? Well, I, I wasn't counting. Okay. <laughs> I am now, seems, but I wasn't. It seems I crazy it. to me. I also merely put nice V nice. Yeah. Let's skip it in a bit. Cosmic Hero. I just don't understand how uh, you know you, you don't like 
It's all strip jam rock and roll like that, because that's all Guns N' Roses is. Mm. Unless you go, Axl Rose can sing, which I will disagree with you to the I would never say such a thing. It's intro. Paul Trumpet, good song. <laughs> oh, it's just... But you have to take into account this is eight minutes long, so yeah. it's... Well, but... You go, eight minutes long, oh, that's really long. And then look at the next track, 11 and a half minutes. <coughs> How come in the next track, he paraphrases Dido's white flag? Any idea? I'm trying to think how the white flag goes now. Well, anyway, he literally says the chorus. He sings uh, a sort of reverse white flag by Dido. So he won't have a white flag. By... Mm. That's, uh, I'm going to have to edit around here now while I go on uh, and look for... Well, I, well, That's the last song anyway, right? So let's play the last song. Well, no. Oh yeah, I have more notes now on my next page. But anyway. I wish it was a fucking last song. Yeah. Let's play that for a minute while I quickly look up. You look up the lyrics to this song for me on Genius. And I'll look up the lyrics to White Flag oh. by Diego. Uh, what's it called again? Uh. This song is called The Ballad of the Costa... Can breed a uh, Concordia. It was that um, fairy that capsized. That's not very upbeat. Because it's the the lyrics in it are so. He actually gives the direct quote of the um, the captain going, "How was I meant to do anything about this? How was I meant to steer the ship? I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never been trained. I don't know how to steer the ship." And like, well, you're the fucking captain. That's why you're meant to know how to steer the ship. So, um, yeah, so, oh, actually, I'll tell you what the. How was I supposed to know how to steer this ship? How the hell was I supposed to steer this ship? That was direct quotes from an interview with the captain of the Costa Concordia. Um, so yeah, so they've taken that now. But well, look down to a bit that goes something to the effect of, uh, I will not go down with this ship. And something about surrendering. How many notes are between how far through the song do you reckon, Bill? I have no idea. You can pass me your phone. I'll do two phones if you want. Oh. I'll rock two phones. Mm. I'll rock two phones like I'm fucking Rory Gilmore. Ugh. She actually had three on, mm. uh, on the new one. Mark me like a dinosaur. Or something. Uh, oh, the hiccups now as well. Oh, it's all going wrong for me. Um, it goes something like this. <coughs> 
I won't go down with this shit. I will put my hands up and surrender. There will be no more flags above my door. I have lost and always will be. This is Cassie Headrest. Dido, and I will go down with this ship, and I won't put my hands up and surrender. There will be no white flag above my door. I'm in love and always will be. Similar. Similar? They are the fucking same. Apart from they have changed two words. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they should be banned. Right, I mean, I hope she gets a writing credit as as a reference. Or maybe she's not as mean as... Uh, Rick Ozarek, or whatever his name is from the car. Yeah. The Costa Concordia was a cruise ship that sank in 2012. In this song, Will compares his failures living a normal life to the failures of the ship's captain, asking, how was I supposed to know how to steer the ship? The song is, con- is structured in three major parts, a slow introduction, a confessional breakdown, and a triumphant declaration of, I give up. Well, that's all well and good. But, at what point, if you've had no training, can you still blame Well, I think it's, if you accept the rank of captain when it's, again, you're then handed, not not the keys to a ship, but um, if you're, again, okay, well, you're the captain, on you go, and then ship goes south and you fuck up, Mm. well, you're the captain, so you can't say it's not your fault. You're the fucking captain. Fuck you. You shouldn't have accepted the captaincy if you can't... So there's no Commodore. No. You can't blame the Commodore. Or, or <laughs> no. L. Ron Hubbard. No Grand Moff. <laughs> uh. <laughs> What's wrong with his digital face? Oh. Yeah, I really... Just as a quick side note. I really got taken aback by Princess Leia's weird... robo-cheeks. At the end of Rogue One. It was. I didn't believe so much as before she turned around when there's just this white kind mm. of person standing, well, in there in the whole kind of. Thing. But I'm looking at it going, what the fuck is wrong? What, what is she wearing underneath that bloody hood thing? Because it's. Mm. <laughs> when the first show from behind, it's like she's got some sort of. It's going to turn around. You know that big, weird looking black velvety monster with the gold eyes that's uh-huh. in Jabba's Palace yeah, or something yeah. at one point? It looks like it's that underneath the bloody kind of white hooded kind yeah. dress thing before she turns around because it's her, as soon as she turns around it's just her. Her head does seem to shrink quite a lot because with the hood up before she turns around her head seems massive. Mm. And I was like, whoa, what the hell going on with the scale there? And they turn around and she's like normal shape. Kind well, of. Isn't that just because in the hologram that she records she has a big hood on and they just gave her that big hood back? Yeah. And that's yeah. when she pulls it I back just, for the first time. Well, no, I think she, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure she has a hood, that weird hood up yeah. in the hologram. Ah, well. And they obviously just got rid of it. Yeah, exactly, with the blue circle laser. Did you also hear that originally there was a, there was, I, I mean, I don't know if this is just uh, apocryphal and not true in the first place, or if this was actually prior to the rewrites, that mm. at one point Jin Erso was going to turn out to be Princess Leia. Yeah, well, that was... Um, Kevin Smith was talking about that on oh. Batman and Batman, um, which I don't normally watch, but I watched it just because he was... Oh, I listened to Rogue it because they um, released the audio. But yeah, he was... In fact, I was listening to it when I got into the car with you this morning. All right. Oh yeah, he was going on about that, and how mm. he was like, <laughs> he was slightly disappointed it didn't turn out to be that, but also kind of relieved that it wasn't, because yeah, 
Although it was kind of, wow, that would be really crazy. It's all kind of stupid. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense, really. Yeah. No. But that's fine. Mm. Yeah, but it is mildly upsetting that she doesn't get to say it and that she rebels. Yeah. And I do like how Kevin Smith constantly did it like some sort of urchin boy. <laughs> I rebel! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cockney accent. <laughs> I rebel, I do! Uh, connect the dots! Yeah. Uh, I can't play it because I'm not there. <laughs> I ran out of. Apparently, I ran out of the will to live by the time this got to here, and I've just. Four nice riffs, fun, and I drew a smiley face. I, so you hate Nirvana as well because this sounds just like a Nirvana track I think it's just it was definitely up this point now I get that point now I think I reached it quite a long time ago and I just I don't know everything has started just sounding yeah I get it you hate grunge you hate you hate metal, you hate rock and roll, you're a soulless husk. Oh. So upset. Sorry. That's all good. It's really what this podcast was for. It's some sort of weird experiment. And the only album you've liked in two years now seems to be Taylor Swift. What well, will the... Um it's a Robin Williams version of it but not Robin Williams at all um, Brian Adams Brian Adams not Brian Ryan I probably listen to that more often than I listen to Taylor Swift well then you will be excited because on my birthday uh, he releases a new album who's he covering this he's doing his own stuff oh I'm not interested in that <laughs> can he not just pick another album and do that that'd be good <laughs> let, let make him he can do Lemonade she probably isn't as nice as Taylor Swift. I don't know if that's true, Beyonce. I'm just guessing. Yeah. She seems nice. I think she just hangs about with dicks. Because she seems nice. Well, I don't think either of them hang out with Kanye anymore, right? Because well, before he went to his hospital lie down, yeah. he kept screaming, Don't send the assassins after me, Beyonce. I know you've got gunmen coming for me. It's not my fault. Much like that boat captain, in fact. Yeah. It's not my fault I make just, shitty beats. Is this track 12 Wednesday? Joe goes to school. Because I've just heard Corridor outside, so I'm guessing my mum's awake coming in any second and ruin the recording. Um, I never said that either. <laughs> I, I apparently wrote Sand, final track. Anyway, final thoughts propulsive guitars, lyrics dealing with repre- uh, depression. Uh, what's not to love? <sighs> just, nah, I see, um, I hadn't written nothing for this at all. I did not enjoy this at all. Well, I can tell.